Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the Southeast Conference to the Woodland. From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes and everything in between. All of my damn nasty deeds. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Now, here's Wisconsin Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies and WSSP's high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies. Coach, how you been? Good, Mike. Thank you. Man, it's good to see you. It's always good to see you, my friend. You feeling better? Kind of the same. I've got a doctor's appointment next week. Maybe they can figure something out. You look good. Thank you. (laughs) You sound a little rough, but that's all right. Hey, uh, did you get a chance at all to watch that game that we did on Thursday Night Lights last night? No, I didn't. I got the final score, though, 51-7. to I don't think I want to play Brookfield Central this year if I can help it. Ron, I, I'm telling you, everybody wants to talk about their offense. Lashinsky, as uh, as advertised, man, he's really good. They got a good running back, receivers. Their, their offense is, is really good. I want to talk about the defense. Their defense, and, and not a lot of people have talked about it, like junkyard dogs, man. They, they they are Coach Kennedy's got these guys playing and and flying to the ball. They are flying to the ball. The other thing I really liked is when it was time to take the first unit out. He took the first unit out. Second unit came in. Second unit played when they came out. Third unit. All these guys stood on the sidelines cheering for each other, slapping each other five. You know, all talking, hugging. It, it was. It was pretty cool to be on that sideline watching these guys and how they go about their business. You know, look, Jed Kennedy, love him or hate him, this guy is really, in my eyes, really good. He 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 coaches these kids up hard, and then he hugs them. And he says, man, you know what? You're my guys. You're my guys. We're going to war together. And you know what? He, 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 he coaches with a chip on his shoulder. And I think those kids at Brookfield Central are man, they follow him right now. It's it's pretty impressive to see. Yeah, I would guess that second and third unit probably play with the same intensity as the first unit too. And then some. And, and that doesn't always happen uh, in high school football. And he coaches. He, you know what? He did not oh, miss yeah. a beat. You second second group in there. He's still yelling yeah. on the side. Third team in. He he took a, a, a lineman. He said and he got, he went off him a little bit. And I like that because that shows the kid that, look, we're up, you know, I don't know if it's 40, it's 44-7 at that point. And, and he took a lineman off the side and, he, and coached him up a little bit. And I thought, man, this kid, he may feel like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm getting yelled at. But for me, that means that he is trying to get everybody in the program better. 
Yeah, that's a sign of a good coach. When you coach a third team just like the first team is, nothing more demoralizing for a kid to come in with a third unit and then, you know, like the coach is watching, like uh, uh, he's a spectator, you know, they need the they need that that hands on and that real concern from the head coach and yeah. yes they get it. I agree. Hey, let me run down the games we're at tonight. If you do not hear your game where you're at, you know what? Give us a call 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tell Anthony uh, either your score or tell Anthony you want to come on the, come on the show and tell us what's going on. Here are the games we're at: Greenfield at Greendale, Carmel Illinois at Oak Creek. Arrowhead at Muskego, Wilmot at Franklin, Hartford at Cedarburg, Brookfield East at Marquette, Pewaukee at New Berlin-Eisenhower, McGuanago at Kettle Moraine, Slinger is at Nicolet, Port Washington at Whitefish Bay, West Bend West at Homestead, and Waterford at Indian Trail. So we got a nice, uh, nice group of games tonight. There's some good ones. Yeah, you know, in that Woodland West Conference, I think it's a – very interesting matchup between Pewaukee and New Berlin-Eisenhower. Um, Greendale is a favorite in that league, and then uh, uh, most of the sports writers picked Pewaukee and New Berlin-Eisenhower as second and third in, in any order. Um, Greenfield, of course, is in the Woodland East, so that'll be a crossover game for Greendale. But this Greendale team is very, very good this year, Mike, and uh, uh, that's going to that's gonna be quite a battle for Greenfield, I think. Hey, I forgot one. we got Greg Wanschneider is going to be at the Waukesha West at Waukesha South game. So you want to write that on your sheet if you can. Um, Ron, I forgot uh, that one. Greg uh, reached out late and said he could get to a game today, and, and uh, he does a good job for us. We've got him at the Waukesha West at Waukesha South game. You know, Rob Stoltz will be in studio next uh, tomorrow, tomorrow from 10 to noon along with a number of players. We've got a couple of coaches on tomorrow, uh, college coaches on tomorrow. We've got uh, my guy that uh, that owns Nine Round, my wife and I are going to. I wanted to bring him in, uh, talk a little bit about some of the stuff they do. Uh, we also have the head of the Lakeland Officials Association, Ron. Last night, the, the officials for the game that we were doing at Brookfield Central had an emblem with, with two initials on their cap, and we talked a little bit about it. They had an official die suddenly. And he was a crew chief in the Classic Eight. And they said he was on the treadmill and he passed away. And, and um, you know, we're, we are going to, for the year, have his initials on all of our caps. And I thought that was really good. I thought that was, you know what, what a cool way to, to make sure. And, and, you know what, I went up and asked, what, what, what do the initials stand for? And they said, you know, we hope a lot of people do that. So I reached out to the president of the Lakeland um, Officials Association, asked if he'd come in studio for a segment tomorrow to talk about this official, to talk about what he meant to their association. Big-time track and field official and a football guy and a crew chief in the Classic Eight, so you know he was a quality official. And uh, we'll talk a little bit to them about about him and, and, and his life. And they also want to talk about you know finding new officials. You know, they're struggling with that, and we certainly will will do that. But that's tomorrow from 10 to 12. Anytime I get a chance to talk to Rob Stoltz about high school football, <laughs> I look forward to that. Well, Mike, the officials in the high school level are so underappreciated. You know, it, it doesn't pay very well. They're doing this for the love of the game and wanting to work with kids just like the coaches are. And they don't get any uh, publicity. They don't get any notoriety from this. You know, they want, they shouldn't. They want to keep an even keel. The less they're known, probably the better the job they're doing, but they really make a, a, a contribution to the kids, and uh, and it is hard to get 
uh, people who want to make that kind of a commitment. So uh, I, I wish people understood uh, how important these high school officials are. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, let's get out to uh, line one, Alex and Zola. He's at the Waterford-Kenosha Indian Trail game. Alex, give us an update. Well, man, Waterford's opening drive turns out to be a total dandy. They put together a seven-play, 87-yard drive with running back number nine, Tanner Keller, getting the brunt of the load. He carried the ball three times for 67 yards, including a 50-yard touchdown run. But hold your horses, Indian Trail just return the ball and the kickoff down to the 15-yard line, and they're putting together a drive. So I'd like to talk to you again real soon, Matt. Hey, Alex, what's the score? 7 nothing. Good. Excellent. Thank you, Alex. Alex is brought to you by Hyundai Greenfield. Buy your car where I bought mine. Go see Lou and his team and ask them about the Hyundai Epic Sales event. 6133 South 27th Street, and tell Lou that I told you to go. Let's uh, get to line two if we can. Uh, Mark Neeson's at the Arrowhead at Muskego game. He's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer with huge selections of new and used vehicles from which to choose. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Hey, Mark, Arrowhead at Muskego, give us an update. Muskego 7, Arrowhead 0, 840 left in the first period. The touchdown was scored by Alex Current, who's standing in for the star running back. I was 51 yards. I did talk to RJ. All, all things are going well. He hopes to get back this year. Boy, that's good. Hey, Mark, uh, a beautiful new complex at Muskego. Yeah, and it's you football night, you cheer night, and so the stands, they're new and they're big, and they're uh, it's just full. And by the way, Gary's been blocked already. The new board is already up, even though they rented one for the game tonight. Yeah, he's not happy. Hey, Mark, thanks a lot. 7 nothing, Muskego over Arrowhead. Let's uh, get to line three if we can. Don Wachillis, he is at the Greenfield-Greendale game, and he's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Call Mandy Sandstrom Clough, 262-783-6600, and get your new windows in before it gets cold. Don Wachillis, what's going on? Greenfield at Greendale. Mike Coach, six plays, 71 yards, just under two and a half minutes. It's a nine-yard run by Paul Totes, and Greendale is on top, 7 nothing, and it looks like they have just recovered a Greenfield fumble, so they'll be in good position here. Once again, 7 nothing Greendale, 9.23 to go first quarter. Hey, Don, Coach Stoltz is going to be in the studio with me tomorrow. This keeps up. He's going to be in a good mood. He'll be in a great mood at the way things have started here so far this evening. Don, I've had a chance to watch Greendale practice quite a bit this year, and I am just really impressed with them as a football team. They're well coached. Uh, uh, The kids are really intense and really into it. I I just think they're going to be awfully, awfully tough this year. Coach, I'll tell you what, that that first drive, the mix between passing and running really kept Greenfield on their heels, and if they continue to execute the way they have, uh, Mike is going to have one happy head coach come tomorrow morning. That's awesome. Don, thanks for the update. Please keep... Us up to date throughout the entire game. Let's get to line four if we can. Mike Bush, he's at the Wilmot at Franklin game. And uh, Mike is brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. Call them today to schedule a free 30-minute injury assessment. They will schedule you fast, sometimes the same or next day, but always within 24 to 48 hours, athletico.com. Mike Bush, what's going on? Yeah, I got one happy head coach, too. His name is Lewis Brown. Franklin 14, Wilmont Panthers 0. Uh, Franklin's two scores came on the, basically the first two plays of the game. Wilmont ended up kicking off. Uh, Nolan Jessup from Franklin brought it all the way down to the uh, Wilmont 40. 
and on the very first play, senior tailback Ron Wilson, it, it, it nobody blew a whistle. It looked like it was stopped. They were just pounding on the kid. He squirts out, no whistle blown. He goes the rest of those 40 yards for the first touchdown, for the first score for Franklin. Jack Takarian makes the extra point. Franklin 7, Wilmont nothing, okay? Franklin kicks off to Wilmont, right? Well, Wilmont fumbles on their very first play of the game. Actually, it was two plays later. Matt Devinger, the quarterback for Franklin, at least for now, found Spencer Kent wide open in the end zone. Extra point again was good. Uh, 14 to nothing with two minutes off the clock. Man. There's now eight minutes left in the first quarter. Franklin Sabres 14 and the Wilmont Panthers 0. Well, I'll tell you, you don't want to start a game like that. It's tough to bounce back when you when you put the ball on the carpet, give up two quick scores, especially against a team like I Franklin. Know, playing a team like Franklin. Yeah, yeah. you got to play almost perfect. Mike, thank you very much. Hey, um, Coach, before we get to a break, so Kimberly lost last week, and we had that actually live with Marty Shibohut. So this week they played on Thursday, and we said, boy, you almost feel bad for Wisconsin Rapids. And uh, 42 nothing. Kimberly over Wisconsin Rapids, and uh, I got a feeling that they may play the rest of the season with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, it's like I said, I wouldn't want to have to play Brookfield Central this year. I wouldn't want to have to because Brookfield Central was so good last year. We got a 13 nothing lead in the state championship game in the fourth quarter and, and, and got beat, and I know that uh, coaches is going to take it one game at a time, but that's there. That's motivation. And I think Kimberly now has the same kind of motivation. They lost on a field goal with one second left. They're such a great, great program, and they've got tough games ahead of them. But uh, I, I think, as you said, they're, they're going to be just tougher than heck now. Yeah, you bet. Before we get to a break, let's get to line one. Alex is uh, calling back Waterford at Indian Trail. He's brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Alex, give, give us an update. Well, Mac, after Indian Trail goes, return the, the kickoff to the 15-yard line of Waterford. Waterford's defense holds. Indian Trail settles for a field goal, and it is 7-3 Waterford with 206 left in the first. Boy, it's a good stop by their defense. Oh, for sure. Beautiful, Alex. Thank you very much. Let's get to line two and down with Chillis. Greenfield, Greendale got another update. Don, give us an update. Mike, real quick, as I said, turnover the last time we spoke. Sean Sanchez from six yards out. Gives Greendale a 14 nothing lead, 8-16 still to go first quarter. Wow. That's getting away quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Greenfield's really going to have to show something here offensively with this particular drive. Otherwise, this could be a very long night for the Hawks. Man, that's awesome. Hey, thanks a lot. Let's uh, get to line three if we can. Carl Farbs is at the uh, Menominee Falls West Dallas Hill game. Carl, give us an update. Hey, gentlemen, I have Menominee Falls 7, West Dallas Hills 0 with 3.30 left in the first quarter. And of course, with a one-yard touchdown plunge by Julius Davis, uh, set up on a nice 14-run dive by him, by him on a third and five on the 14. And that's where he sits. Carl, thank you very much. Nice job. Guys, we got to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the top area games. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Greendale and Greenfield going at it tonight. The Panthers leading right now 14 to nothing at home. 
Elsewhere in the area, Franklin leads Wilmot 14 to nothing as well. New Berlin Eisenhower has a seven zip lead on Pewaukee. Homestead, they're leading West Bend West 14 to nothing. That's out in Mequon. Waterford leads Indian Trail 7 to 3 on the road. The West Bend East Suns have a 7-0 lead against Grafton. Menominee Falls leads West Dallas Hale 7-zip. This has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com slash radio and get your home ready for the cold. That's PellaWI.com slash radio. And I'm Anthony Mandela for Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's get right out to it. Tyler Peters, he's at the Pewaukee New Berlin Eisenhower game, and he's brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smokin' Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, uh, it's 25 seconds left in the first quarter, and New Berlin Eisenhower manages to take the lead. They're up 7 nothing on Pewaukee. The first two drives, uh, both teams went for on fourth down. Eisenhower with a fake punt pass that fell short. And then Pewaukee also went short on a fourth down attempt. Finally, Pewaukee was able to break through on a 17-yard touchdown run by Max Lewis. That was with 11 left in the first quarter. Uh, during that drive, actually, Jack Himmelschbach, who had been the leading rusher for Eisenhower, left the game with a hurt arm or shoulder. He isn't on the bench right now, so it's probably going to be okay. It's 25 seconds, actually less than 10 seconds left. In the first quarter, once again, Eisenhower up on Pewaukee, 7 nothing. Tyler, thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Tony Rush, he is at the West Bend West Homestead game, brought to you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. Tony, give us an update. Hey, Mike, with uh, 3.29 left in the first quarter, Homestead is up 14 nothing, and they're in the process right now. Uh, big punt return down to the two-yard line of West Bend West. Uh, first drive of the game, Emery Whedon led him down the field and punched it in from one yard out. Give him seven nothing lead. Uh, three plays later, West Bend uh, West had to punt, and first play of that second drive, Jared Schneider caught a 42-yard touchdown pass from Emery Whedon. So Emery's getting it done tonight, and the defense is pretty stout. West Bend West is definitely struggling to move the ball. They don't have a first down uh, on their five drives that they've had so far tonight. Tony, I don't know, and, and Coach, I'm going to ask you the same thing. I don't know how Homestead gets better in that conference. You know, you get Slinger and you get Whitefish Bay. You get a couple of teams in there that, that are awfully good. Hartford's pretty good. But I don't know how you get better when you're playing some of the – the teams in that conference right now are just not playing very well. Uh, uh, Cedarburg uh, has had such a great program through the years. They've struggled the last couple of years. Uh, Hartford will be very competitive, but – from top to bottom, it's it's not a, a competitive conference. Uh, you know, Nicolay has struggled for so many years now. Um, you know, I would like to have seen them in the greater metro, but uh, it just didn't didn't no, work out. Didn't. But Dave Keel is willing to play in any league they put him in. He has yeah. no control over that. And, and in fact, we've got a couple other guys on hold with teams in that conference. So we'll go, Tony. Thank you so much. Let's get to line three. Mark Neeson. He's at the Arrowhead Muskego game. Mark, give us an update. Score is 7-7. There was a three-yard pass from the quarterback to Jacob Scherer. Three minutes left, quarter one. Mark, well done. Mark is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. 
premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer. They have a huge selection of new and used vehicles. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Let's get to line four. Speaking of Nicolay, Ralph Reinhardt's at the sl- uh, Slinger at Nicolay game. Ralph, give us an update. Hey, I got an update here with 11.46 left in the second quarter. It's Slinger zero and Nicolay zero. Okay. It's, uh, been a quite, quite a first quarter. Um, Slinger is a very big team. Just about, bigger than uh, Hartford we played last night. And uh, Nicolay's playing some good defense. Um, they've stopped them three times. Um, the first series, they threw a pass about 48 yards down the field and got inside the 30, and then the, the, um, the um, downs uh, stalled out on them. But um, I'll tell you, right now it's 11.40 left in the, in the, first, uh, in the second quarter. It's uh, 0-0. Perfect. Hey, Ralph, thank you so much. Let's get to line one. Taz is at the Port Washington at Whitefish Bay game. Hey, Taz, give us an update. Hey, I got 0-0, Whitefish Bay, Port Washington. It's been a defensive game so far. Um, both both teams are playing hard on defense. Some big plays on offense by the wide receiver from Whitefish Bay, um, Jaden Jackson. He's got a couple of big starting long conversions, but then they go for it on fourth down. Every time they go for it on fourth down, there's been some big stops by Port Washington's all-conference linebacker, Deron Spicer. 0-0, Whitefish Bay, uh, Port Washington in the second. Taz, thank you very much. That's Taz Landry. He's brought to you by Balistrieri Brothers Pizza. Two medium pizzas, three toppings, two garlic breads. Pick up only $25.99. $25.99 after the game. They're located in the Highway 100 and Beloit Road. Let's get to line four if we can. Uh, Ted Lang, he's at the Carmel, Illinois at Oak Creek game. Brought to you by a Hyundai Greenfield. Buy your next car where I bought mine. Go see Lou and his team and ask them about the Hyundai Epic Summer Sales Event, 6133 South 27th Street. Ted Lane, give us an update. Yeah, here down at Oak Creek, the Oak Creek Knights have scored first here in the first quarter, a 34-yard field goal by uh, Kasich Dragon to put them up 3-0, to zero, uh, just winding down the first quarter over uh, Carmel Catholic, Illinois, coming from the, the small suburban Catholic conference uh, out of Mundelein. And, uh, you know, Oak Creek is so far has been handling them up front pretty good. And, Ted, I think last year Carmel beat uh, Oak Creek in the non-conference game. Yeah, I think they, they might have played them last year. I know they did lose, you know, to the Illinois team from the conference. I'm not sure if it's Carmel. But I know Carmel has all new coaches this year, and three of them played for the Chicago Bears. Uh, Blake Anon is their head coach. Nate Vasser who is a running back for the Bears, is on their staff. And Johnny Knox, who played for the Bears, is on their staff. And some of the old Creek kids I know were saying, hey, Coach, did you hear they got some guys for the Bears on their staff? And I'm like, yeah, but they, they're not playing. <laughs> so, so the kids are like, yeah, right, right, they're not playing. So, But uh, Carmo, uh, Catholic, you know, they, you know, so far, Oak Creek has been handling them. Hey, I'll take Coach Parr over those three. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Coach Parr and his staff, they're doing a great job. That's awesome. Ted Lang, thank you very much. Thank 3 you. nothing Oak Creek over Carmel. Mundelein, is it, hey, um, Ryan, is it Mundelein Carmel or Carmel Mundelein? Uh, Carmel Mundelein. You, Carmel of Mundelein. Have you played that team? Yeah, that's the only team we ever lost to in my whole uh, four years. Hate those guys. You hate them. 
What? Yeah, man. I see why you hate him. I can see the anger. It's the first time I've ever seen anger in your eyes. Exactly. Well, half of my team was out. Our quarterback had a broken ankle. Uh, so we were, we were at Joliet Catholic. Yeah, we were on our like third string quarterback for that game. And it was sophomore year. They didn't beat us when we were on the varsity. But still, we were both 8-0, and and they ended up winning the uh, conference championship. Uh, so, yeah, that so one still stings. Keeps you up at night. It does. That's what I love about <laughs> high school sports right there. Let's get to line two if we can. Alex and Zoli, he's been busy. Waterford at Indian Trail. Alex is brought to you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. Alex, give us an update. Well, Mac, Indian Trail's defense has just been getting shredded so far here in the first half. Waterford's most recent scoring drive only took them five plays, keyed by a 44-yard run by number 23, Dominic Miller, and capping off with a 28-yard touchdown reception by number 9, Tanner Keller. It is all Waterford right now, 14-3 with 9.50 left in the first half. And Waterford, they got the ball back, and they're already in Indian Trail territory again. Well, we get tan my twenty four next week. We're at at Waterford as Lake Gen, uh, Lake Geneva Badger comes to Waterford. So it'd be good if they uh, continue to play well. That'd be a great game Thursday night at seven o'clock. Only on my twenty four. Alex, thank you so much. Let's get to line one if we can. Jerry Boltman's at the McGuanagoe Kettle Moraine game. Jerry, give us an update. Yes, Mike. We are just starting the second quarter. The score is Kettle Moraine seven McGuanagoe. Uh, uh, um, I'm, yeah, McGuanagle uh, uh, 7, Kettle Marine 0. McGuanagle 7, Kettle Marine 0. We just started the second quarter. Nothing fancy, just one turnover by each team, uh, pass interception. Uh, both of them have, have had long, sustained drives, which did not result in scoring plays. But uh, 7 to nothing, McGuanagle over Kettle hey, Marine. Jerry, hold on. Now you've told us three different scores here. 7 nothing, McGuanago over Kettle Moraine? That's correct. Perfect. Jerry, thank you very much. Sure. Jerry's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. Premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Let's get to line three from can Tyler Peters. He's at the Pewaukee New Berlin Eisenhower game. Brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers 107.com. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, it's near the beginning of the second quarter, and Eisenhower in the last uh, two couple of minutes have scored two touchdowns. They're up, now up 14 to nothing. On Pewaukee's first drive after Eisenhower's first touchdown, they went three and out, and then their punt was blocked at the 10 yard line. Eisenhower scored on the very next play a 10 yard touchdown pass from Gabe Stiford, a three. Uh, a sophomore to Eli Holke. That was with 10.58 left in the first half. Now it's 10 minutes left in the first half. Pewaukee has the ball on their own 44. Now down 14 to nothing to New Berlin Eisenhower. Once again, Eisenhower up 14 nothing over Pewaukee. Now last week, Pewaukee was down 19 to nothing to Milwaukee Riverside, so it'll be interesting. They came back and won that game 34-31, although Riverside had, I think, two touchdowns called back. So it'll be interesting to see now if they can come back against a good Eisenhower team. Yeah, I agree. Tyler, well done. Thank you. Let's get to line four. Don with Chillis. He's brought to you by Hyundai Greenfield. Buy your car where I bought mine. Go see Lou and his team and ask them about the Hyundai Epic Sales Event. 6133 South 27th Street. That's Hyundai Greenfield. Don with Chillis, give us an update. Greenfield at Greendale. Hey, guys. Paul Tates with his second touchdown of the evening. This one from six yards out. Now Greendale in front, 21 to nothing. We're just starting the second quarter. 
Boy, you might get out of there early, pal. It, it might be a quick one here if Greenfield doesn't figure out something offensively. Hustling Hawks got to start hustling. <laughs> and we'll leave it right there. Hey, I've been waiting to use that for like three years, so it worked out well. Don, well I'm, I'm glad you got it. Thank you, Don. All right, sir. See ya. Hey, let's get to line one if we can. we got two more before we got to get to a break. John Moore, he's at the Brookfield East Marquette game, brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Hey, John, give us an update. Well, after a defensive late in first quarter, tied at nothing-nothing, Marquette goes down the field for a 19-yard score. McDivitt to Richardson for 19. We are 7 nothing Marquette with eight minutes left in the half. Well, you're at a good one tonight, John. So far, so good, Mike. Man, the crowd's jacked up here, and you you name your sports entertainment area, everybody's here. Radio station, I'm standing next to Mark Stewart. We're all here. We're all ready to go. Tell Mark Stewart, as always, I think he's the best. I will do so. And, and, and you can say that from Ron Davies, too, please. <laughs> Absolutely, Coach. Hey, you Absolutely. T- tell him he owes me a dollar for every time I say that on the air. I'll, I'll tell him that. That's awesome. Let's get to line two, Jerry Fance. He's at the hartford Cedarburg game. Uh, Jerry's brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. Call them today to schedule a free 30-minute injury assessment. They'll schedule you fast, always 24 to 48 hours, athletico.com. Jerry, when you were playing at Germantown, you could have used Athletico Physical Therapy. <laughs> yeah, a lot when you're running that wishbone, you're taking a lot of licks. So absolutely, I could use it. Hey, a uh, big, uh, big time we have here at Cedarburg. Uh, it's Cedarburg seven, Hartford seven. Um, it's been a really great game. Um, uh, Hartford uh, scored first on a forty-one yard TD pass. Jacob Brannell to Joe Kasbarak. Uh, that got us to seven zero. Then Cedarburg answered on the next series with a twenty five yard run by Lucas Moore. So we're at the second quarter, Mike and Coach, uh eleven forty eight, seven seven. You know, Cedarburg has had such a great program through the years, but they've really struggled the last couple of years. If they could pick up a win against a, a good solid team, that would do an awful lot for those kids and Hartford is a good solid football team. Yeah, I agree with that, Coach. Jerry, thank you so much. Let's get to uh, line three again. Alex Zola is uh, is at the Waterford Indian Trail game. He is brought to you by Labor's International Local Union Local 113. Feel the power. Check out great and, uh, apprenticeship opportunities at liuna113.org. That's liuna113.org. Alex, give us an update. Well, Mac, if you're looking for any early favorites for tonight's Zola game ball, you might want to give us the number nine, Tanner Teller of Waterford. He just scored on a 38-yard touchdown run. He's been really doing it all for their offense tonight. 21-3 Waterford, and Indianville has just had no answer so far here in the first half. Well, I'll tell you what, Waterford got shut out last week, and i got to believe, Coach, that uh, Adam Bakken softly and quietly <laughs> hugged those boys and said, let's get better. I, I think so. You think that that's what he did? i got to believe that's what happened. Alex, thank you. Before we get to a break, line one, really quickly, update Jerry Boltman. He's at the McGuanago Kettle Moraine game. Jerry, give us a quick update. Yes, Mike. Uh, it's 8.57 remaining in the second quarter. The score now is McGuanago 7, Kettle Moraine 3. Uh, Kettle Marine took the uh, kickoff from McGuanico after they scored their touchdown, marched down the field, the drive was stalled, and Blake Wilcox, their premier senior place kicker, kicked a 23-yard field goal. So we're 830, 
Second quarter, 7-3. to three. McGuanico ahead of Kettle Marine. Jerry, thank you very much. Line two, very quickly, Taz is at the Port Washington-Whitefish Bay game. Taz, give us a quick update. I got 7-0 for Washington over Whitefish Bay, 358 in the second. Been a defensive game thus far. Special teams have stepped up to play for Washington. Went up 7-0 with a 60-yard punt return by their senior returning all-conference linebacker who's also committed to North Dakota State, Jacob Lippy, 60-yard punt return. Extra point was good. 7-0 for Washington over Whitefish Bay. That's Taz Landry. Thank you so much. Brought to you by Ballastory Brothers Pizzas. Ask them for the game day special. Two three-topping 16-inch pizzas, two garlic breads, and 20 wings. All for $49.99. Highway 100 and Beloit. Let's get you a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We'll get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. If you're at a game we're not talking about your game, give us a call at 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. And do what Mike Bush does. Give us, man, just get, paint the picture. Paint the picture. Radio is, is uh, all about... You know what's going on, and 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 the picture of your mind. You know what 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 do you see? And nobody does it better than Mike Bush, Wilmot, and Franklin. Mikey, paint us a picture. <laughs> Franklin Sabers twenty one, Wilmot Panthers zero. We have six minutes and thirty nine seconds left to go in the second quarter. Um, it's a beautiful night for football. Wilmot travels in the Franklin sidelines are. It's just gorgeous. Everything's going Franklin Sabres' way. Um, after we talked the first time, Wilmont just took the last six minutes of that first quarter back and forth, back and forth. They got down to the Franklin 29-yard line on 4th and 11. Okay, well, they got 10 of those yards back, and they needed 11 for the score. So uh, it just it's not going their way. Um Franklin got the ball. They didn't do anything. Wilmont seemed to be fired up. Wilmont ended up punting from their own 20-yard line. And Franklin linebacker number 44, Ethan Wilcox, blocks that punt, gets up off the ground, that, kind of that bear crawl thing we used to do, Michael, and uh, falls on it in the end zone like a lineman. You know, this kid was so happy. Um, extra point, of course, from Jack Tarkinian, they got a really good kicker and punter, Franklin. And uh, that's where we're at, 21 to nothing. Oh, no, Franklin just picked off a Wilmont pass, too. So, yeah, you know, I asked the coach, Mike, at the, at the beginning of the game if they were maybe tired. I was joking from last week's four-overtime game, and uh, he just kind of chuckled. He said, no, we're ready to go. And, um, well, so far it's gone all Franklin's way. Well, I'll tell you, you know, Franklin, Lewis Brown said, look, I think we got a chance to be pretty good. I don't know how good yet. I got a good feeling for this team. It's a good uh, group of kids that get after it every day. And and he said, I just don't know if we're going to be able to uh, compete against some of the really good programs. But Wilmot right now, I, I thought Wilmot would give them a little bit more of a fight. 
uh, struggling a little bit down 21 nothing. And uh, as always, Mike Bush is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smokin' Hot Mary for all your awards and promotions and embroidery work. Nice job, Mike. Let's get to line two. John Moore's at the Brookfield East Marquette game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, with 135 left in the half, Marquette kicked a 35-yard field goal by Michael Mitchell. We have 10 nothing, Marquette. Boy, anybody here surprised by that? Coach, are you surprised? Not after Marquette beat uh, Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Uh, uh, I guess I'm, I'm really not not to take anything away from Brook East because they could come back and win the game. But yeah, I just think Mar- Marquette's a very, very good, solid football team. Hey, John, are you surprised at all? Uh, yeah, I was, Mike, but we're about to be 10-7 on a pass from McGath to I can't get a number. It was all the way down the field. That's probably about 80-something yards, so we're going to have 10-7 shortly. John, thank you very much. John is no brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, Premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com for more information. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Ron and I will continue to get you the most current and up-to-date scores, all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Some games in action all across the area. Greendale leads Greenfield 28 to nothing. Arrowhead and Muskego are tied at 7. Menominee Falls is on top currently, 7 to nothing ahead of West Alice Hale. Nimberlin Eisenhower, they lead Pewaukee 14 to nothing. Nicolay and Slinger are knotted up at 0-0. Homestead on top 14 to nothing. They're at home against West Bend West. Oak Creek is in a border battle right now against Carmel, Illinois. They lead 3-0. Franklin is on top 21 to zip against Wilmot. Marquette a 10-0 lead against Brookfield East. It's 10-7 Kettle Moraine over McGuanago. Port Washington has a lead 7-0 against Whitefish Bay. Waterford and Indian Trail 21-3. Wolverines over the Hawks. Harford and Cedarburg knotted up at 7. Wisconsin Lutheran is leading West Alice Central 20 to nothing. Badger is beating Kenosha Bradford 7-0. Grafton and West Bend East tied 7-7. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. From 10 a.m. to noon, Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking with Rob Stoltz from Greendale High School. I'm Anthony Mandela for Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's get right to it. Mark Neeson, he's at the Arrowhead Muskego game. Mark is brought to you by Lynch McGuanico, Premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. If you've got a huge selection of new and used vehicles, lynchmcguanico.com. Mark Neeson, give us an update. Muskego 14, Arrowhead 7, touchdown one yard by John Rieschke. On a long drive, one pass, the rest were all run. Two minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah, they're not, you're not going to see. You, that game will get done quick if Muskego has the ball because they're going to run it. They'll run it all day long if they can. Yes, sir. Thank you for, so much, Mark. Let's get to line two. Ted Lang, he's at the Carmel, Illinois, Adel Creek game, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Call Mandy Sandstrom Clough. She's my rep, and she's great. 262-783-6600. 
half off pre-finishing on any wood window or patio door on qualified projects. Ted Lane, give us an update. Yeah, here in Oak Creek, it's five minutes and 30 seconds to go. Second quarter, it's been all the Oak Creek nights. It's now 10 to 0 over Carmel Catholic. Uh, Oak Creek scored on a, is a long run by Gunnar Doyle, set, set up a one yard touchdown plunge from uh, fullback Tommy Wojanowski. Uh, it's been all Oak Creek defense. Carmel has not put together a drive. They had one play, a uh, 70 yard touchdown pass that was called back from a legal man downfield, but Oak Creek's defense has been solid here so far. Ted, thank you very much. Well done. Let's get over to line one. Don Wachillis, he's at the Greenfield at Greendale game. Brought to you by Hyundai Greenfield. Buy your next car where I bought mine. Go see Lou and his team and ask them about the Hyundai Epic Sales Event. 6133 South 27th Street. Hey, Don, give us an update. Hey guys, Andy Bay with a pick six and Sean Sanchez with a 13-yard touchdown run now has Greendale on top, 34 to nothing. We're inside of two minutes here before half. Now you're going to get a running clock. You're going to be home well in time for that Packer kick. Yeah, no, if all they had to do was kick the extra point there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that was all it needed. Yeah, that happened last night in that Brooks Central game. They missed one. and I, I When uh, Kennedy and his boys came out, Halftime, I said, you got to be kidding. Couldn't he have gone for two? Just started laughing and shushed me away. He said, get yeah, away. I, you, I, you don't know what you're talking about. I understand. You got No, you don't. What, what do you mean you what understand? You mean you, oh, jeez. Hey, Don, you know, Don might want to stay and see a longer football game. Yeah, I, I know, but when he said he understood that, that Jed Kennedy said, I had no idea what I was talking about. I, I, I didn't get that, Don. thought we were <laughs> well, buddies. I'm, you're picking things up much quicker already this year, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because it's week two. Wait till week seven. Wait yes. till week seven. Don Wachillas, yes. thank you very right. much. Jerry Boltman is at the uh, McGuanigo Kettle Moraine game. Hey, Jerry, give us an update. Line four. 15 seconds remaining in the second quarter. The score is Kettle Moraine 10, McGuanigo 7. McGuanigo does have the ball. They're on uh, Kettle Moraine's 26 yard line right now. But uh, on their last scoring play, Kettle Moraine, they were stopped by McGuanagall defense. But on fourth down, they had a 15-yard penalty against them for running into the punter, Blake Wilcox. And then Kettle Moraine went down and scored on a 32-yard screen screen pass out of the backfield. Right now, McGuanagall has the ball on Kettle Moraine's 26-yard line, two minutes and 18 seconds remaining in the second quarter. And the score is Kettle Moraine 10, McGuanagall 7. Jerry, thank you very much. Jerry's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Dodge dealer, lynchmcguanago.com. Hey, coach, those kind of penalties will drive you nuts as a coach. You get well, a stop say, running into the punter. That's, I mean, that's a seven-point differential there. Now they're ahead 10-7, to, to seven, and otherwise McGuanago would have been ahead 7-3 to three probably. That's, that's and really and had the ball. Yep. Boy, that'll... Uh, you, you uh, football boys, that keeps you guys up at night, doesn't it? Oh, that is just really tough. No doubt. Let's get to line one. John Moore's at the Brookfield East Marquette game. Hey, John, give us an update. Well, Mike, the last time we spoke, when McGass completed a 79-yard pass to Jack Steger, finally got a number on that for you. Now to make it 10-7 at the half. Well, Terry, that's a good game you're at. So far, so good. East is going to get the kickoff right out of half, so... If they got anything for him, we'll see how it goes. You got it. That's John Moore brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Let's get to line two if we can. Tyler Peters, 
He is at the Pewaukee New Berlin Eisenhower game. Brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see go see Smoke and Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, it is halftime, and Eisenhower has pulled away now. They are up twenty-one to nothing over Pewaukee, and they were able to score again thanks to Sam Towns with an interception, returned it all the way to the Pewaukee 13-yard line. And Jack Himmelschbach, who I said earlier had left the game with, a, with an apparent arm injury, he was okay. He came back and he scored on a 13-yard run with 2.28 left in the first half. Like I said, it's now halftime. Eisenhower is up 21 to nothing over Pewaukee, and two of those touchdowns have come off Pewaukee turnovers, a blocked punt and an interception. Otherwise, this would be a much closer game than what the score says, Mike. Hey, Tyler, 21 nothing. Thank you so much, Berlin Eisenhower of Pewaukee. Let's get to line three for Ken. Mark Neeson, he's at the Arrowhead Muskego game, brought to you by Labor's International Union Local 113. Feel the power. Check out great apprenticeship opportunities at liuna113.org. Hey, Mark, give us an update. 45 seconds left, second quarter. Muskego, after four pass completions, John Rieske ran it in from 22 yards out. 21-7, Muskego, 35 seconds left, quarter two. Hey, Mark, right after I said they're not going to throw the ball much I tonight. Know, coach. Man, I'll tell you, I'm wrong on just about all this stuff, don't you well, we think? we got a big win here, so when you got the win, the, the teams are trying to take advantage of it. Were, were they primarily play-action passes off their wing tee? Uh, yeah, of course, Coach, but uh, they had a nice uh, sideline thing. You know, they take it to the running back, and those are the guys that are usually the primary receivers. Well, there you go. That's it's. You didn't tell me about the win thing, Mark. Maybe that's where I made the mistake. That's Mark Neeson. Let's get to line one. Ralph Reinhardt's at the Slinger at Nicolay game, and he's brought to you by Wendy's. Any youth player that goes into Wendy's in their uniform will receive a free small Frosty, up to 18 years of age and younger. Brought to you by Wendy's. Ralph, give us an update. Slinger at Nicolay. Hey, it's halftime right now, Mike. It's 14-7 to 7 Slinger over Nicolay. And uh, we had three scores in the second quarter. Slinger started off with a nice uh, 25-yard run with their, their senior, senior. And then with three minutes left in the second half, um, they came back. Slinger with a nice series and an eight-yard run to make it 14-7. to 7. And actually, a beautiful night with no rain here in Glendale, Wisconsin. Boy, that's excellent. Hey, Ralph, uh, hey, tell your Nicolay boys to hang in there. That's a good halftime score for them. It's a, it's a great score, and I'm telling you right now, their defense is very competitive tonight, and they're moving the ball. So uh, I'm kind of excited. You know, maybe uh, the second half might be – I'm not going to jinx myself, but hopefully I'm calling you later on after the game. That would be great. That would be outstanding. That's Ralph Reiner. Let's get to uh, line two, Alex and Zola. He's at the Waterford Indian Trail game. Alex, give us an update. Well, Mac, Indian Trail showing a lot of parts here in the first half. They finally forced Waterford to punt. And from there, quarterback Alex Jarvis puts the team on his back and does it himself. He had 47 yards on the drive, tapping it off the five-yard touchdown run. 21-10 to 10, Waterford with 35 seconds left in the first half. Hey Alex, uh, Ryan was interested here. Your your dad, cousin, uncle, all went to uh, Carmel, Illinois. That is correct. The, it, Carmel Catholic. Correct. Any of them play football or any of that stuff? All of them. Man, how old is your cousin? Uh, my age. We're actually seven days apart. So how old is that? <laughs> uh, Twenty six. Yes, that's a little bit before my time. Just a little. <laughs> yep. Just a little. About and three, four years. He was telling me that they owned you back then. 
He said that they owned you guys back then. I don't think Alex said that, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Alex, thank you very much. Great update. Guys, we've got to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the top area games. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 